Hello there, happy campers. It's summer again, and that means it's time to get your cutoff shorts, your knee-high striped tube socks, and pack your backpack with all the junk food you can find. We're off to summer camp. Let's gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. Well, sleepaway camp, actually. After the shocking ending of the first film, we had to wait five long years before heading back out to the campground again. Sleepaway Camp 2 went into production. The producers felt so good about how it was going that they announced that they were going to film part three as soon as this film wrapped. That works. That means Sleepaway Camp 3 had to be written, cast, and set up while part two was still shooting. What we got wasn't quite up to the quality of the first two films, but the real fight didn't even begin until they had to face the dreaded MPAA. Let's find out what exactly went down with Sleepaway Camp 3 Teenage Wasteland here on What the F*** Happened to This Horror Movie. This year, camp's a real killer. Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. Angela is back, again, after the horrific murders the year before. We find out that yet another new camp is going to open on the grounds. They love opening camp where murders happened the year before, don't they? Nobody wants to go to a camp where everyone's been slaughtered. Angela wants to go back to camp, so she murders one of the inner city campers before she is able to get to the pickup spot. She's now able to sneak her way into Camp New Horizon. The owners of the new camp are hoping to bring together six inner-city youth and team them up with six wealthy teenagers to help them all learn from each other. This goes about as well as you'd expect. Pretty soon, Angela starts getting fed up with no one taking camp seriously. She returns to her old ways and begins picking off the rule breakers one by one. Each camper and counselor are dispatched in unique ways that only Angela can come up with. Seems like every time I go to camp, somebody loses their head. Gosh, I can't even remember them all now. They all blend in together after a while. I want to thank you guys for watching What the F*** Happened to This Horror Movie and ask that if you enjoy our shows, please subscribe to our channel right now. Like this video and click on the bell so you can be notified each time a new video goes up. And now, back to the show. As Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers was filming, producer Jerry Silva loved how great everything was going. He announced that as soon as this film wrapped, they would begin shooting part three on the same location. What are you looking at? Back to work. I guess when you own a production company, you can do things like that. The film was quickly written, and there ended up being only one weekend of pre-production. The same director, Michael Simpson, Stayed on to keep it going. You can put together as good a film as can be made and do it out of Georgia. But felt, after both movies were done, that part two was the better film. He said he felt part three was too rushed and that it showed in the final project. Well, how are you going to do it? A knife? A drill? A gun! Pamela Springsteen also stayed on as Angela. When they were making part two, they decided to recast the role of Angela and held open auditions. Director Michael Simpson said her agent recommended her, so we had her come down to the audition. Simpson said, quote, 
When she read for me, she infused this wonderfully bent quality into the character that I was looking for. It just came to life right in front of me. I knew immediately she was the one. I wanted to play Angela. I stopped casting after that and offered her the role the same day. Pamela is immensely talented. I really liked working with her. If you run away, I'll kill you. If you don't find her, I'll kill you. And if you hurt me in any way, I will kill you. Of course, you may recognize Pamela's famous last name. She is, in fact, the sister of famous rocker Bruce Springsteen. But none of her co-stars knew that. Pamela didn't tell anyone about her famous family, so when some reporters from People magazine showed up on set, they were confused. One of her castmates, Kyle Holman, was asked what it was like to work with her. He said it was fun, but the reporter seemed to want more. They asked him if her brother affected the way that she works. Confused, Holman asked who her brother was. The reporter laughed, thinking he was joking, and Holman just walked away confused. This is a bunch of lunatics. I'll see you after lunch, okay? Some of the actors were minors, so a representative from the state of Georgia had to be on set. Anytime a scene involving nudity was going to be filmed, they had to make sure no minors were around. Jarrett Beale, who played Peter, was only 16 or 17 at the time and was not happy with this arrangement. He had hoped he was going to be able to see the girls during these scenes. It turned out not to matter, as the director cleared the set of anyone not involved in the scenes when they were filming them. One thing the film did not have was a budget. Rumor is the cost of both part one and part three combined was a million bucks. When the script was hastily put together, it had some elaborate death scenes that ended up having to be scrapped. Very fun. I mean, where else can you get soaked with blood and have your arms yanked out of the socket and set on fire and have your head slashed off and get paid for it? This is great, man. One of the scenes involved Herman, who was gonna get stabbed in the crotch with a flaming poker. Angela would have then proclaimed that it was a weenie roast. <laughs> Another involved Angela cutting the brakes on the news van. The news team tries to escape from the campground. A head-on collision would cause the van to explode. Instead, Angela just gives the lead reporter some cleaning chemicals and says it is cocaine. When she snorts it, she dies. Not as exciting. Just say no. Originally, Marsha was supposed to have a dog that she brought with her from home. The dog was to escape the cabin at the end and maul Angela, sending her into the ambulance instead of Marcia stabbing her. Then at the end, when Tony says he's gonna come to Ohio for her, she says that she has a boyfriend and she would have told Tony he could keep the dog. It doesn't seem like we lost much with that cut. Once the film was done, it was time to send it off to the ratings board. As you'd expect, it didn't go well. The film received an X rating due to the gore and violence. This meant that the film was gonna need some serious cuts. Director Michael Simpson said, quote, we ran into a problem with the moral police American asswipes on the SC3. They got a fly up their nose about the Cindy death scene and also the way Lily, one of the camp counselors, died. Those folks have no sense of humor or adventure. It was told to the filmmakers that the scene where Lily is buried up to her neck and run over with a lawnmower had made one of the MPA screeners physically ill. The other biggest offender was when Angela raised Cindy up to the top of the flagpole and then dropped her. Simpson said that it was super gory. They had used pig's brains and had a shot of Cindy's head exploding when it hit the ground. 
He claimed it looked very real. It had to be cut out. These scenes were included on the Sleepaway Camp Survival Kit DVD box set that came out in the early 2000s and the Blu-ray Special Edition from Scream Factory. It may not have blown up like the original Sleepaway Camp, but Sleepaway Camp 3 did keep Angela's story going forward. There were other attempts at keeping the franchise going. A sequel called Sleepaway Camp The Survivor was in the middle of filming in 1992 when the production company went bankrupt. It was finally finished in 2010, but only 30 minutes of it was new material. The rest of the scenes reused from the other films. In 2008, a fourth film called Return to Sleepaway Camp was finally made that included the original director and most of the original cast. This film centers mostly on a kid at camp that seems to have a temper problem. Everyone bullies him and no one seems to care. It looks like he may be killing people at the camp, but the reveal at the end is that the original Angela, Melissa Rose, is back. It ended up being pretty lackluster in comparison to parts two and three. If anything, we can cheer ourselves up with our favorite camp song.